Spectrum security vaults. Night guard here. Oh, no, not you. Isn't there anyone competent I can talk to? No, I'm sorry there's no one else around. Oh, well, I suppose you'll have to do then. Uh, I think I left some property of mine there when I was uh, visiting the other day. I'm in desperate need of a randomizer selection for today, and obviously I know you have an established fondness for touching things with red buttons on, so uh, if you could... Yes, I'll do that. Brilliant, thank you. And um, is everything in order at the board since I was last there? You know, anything missing at all? No, I haven't had time to check. Well, I can assure you that everything is just where it should be. And if it isn't, it was Marina. Right, what episode have we got today? I'll pass on the message. You'll what? Oh, right, I see. Let's have a look. Ah, right, yes, well, a very good choice, Mr. Security Guard. Today's episode is Recall to Service from the Secret Service. Right. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. So, continuing our trend of shows we haven't seen for ages on the randomizer, here for our annual visit to the Secret Service is the Secret Service with Recall to Service. Uh, we open in a, over in a sort of military testing facility. Right, Mitchell. Begin the test. Command to Equitank. Where Captain Grey has uh, been dressed up as a general. Commencing test now, Captain. Captain Blue is a scientist. He's now got brown hair, and there's a chap called Mitchell, who uh, is played by the puppet that played... Uh, was it Jackson in uh, Seek and Destroy, Captain Scarlet? I think that's his first, most prominent appearance. And yes, this is um, an episode that's quite familiar to uh, long-time Super Mario Nation viewers. We have the army have built a new tank, the Aqua Tank. And it's, you know, completely invincible, virtually unstoppable, blows up any vehicles that get anywhere near it, much like that tank there just got blowed up. Some interesting pink flames on that tank. A very forceful addition to anyone's army, sir. Indeed, yes, that's Mitchell. Ooh, invincible. And what I find interesting about the Mitchell puppet, and it it's there's several puppets in the Secret Service that went through Captain Scarlet and Joe 90. Suddenly, they look very odd in the Secret Service, and I think what part of it is down to is, I believe the last episode of Joe 90 made was Viva Cordova, and a lot of the background puppets were repainted brown for that episode, so then they were repainted again back to white, pink, whatever, for the Secret Service, and they... Yes, a close-up there that proves it. There's something about the, the repainted guest characters in the Secret Service, some of them never looked right again. Mitchell there is, he's, it almost looks like he's wearing mascara. His eyes are very, uh, very, very made up. And there's one or two other long-time guest puppet characters that never looked the same in the Secret Service. Um, the Aquatank, back to base. Fraser from Crater 101 is one of those. He's, he's only in a couple of episodes of the Secret Service and he looks terrible. He looks, he looks utterly hammered and the same with i think the um uh, major gravener puppet she's not responding not they never looked right in the secret service and i'm sure it's down to that um having been repainted brown and then back again for for viva cordova anyway the aqua tank conflicting instructions is not responding to instructions heading for a cliff Yes, the, uh, the little tank is running out of control. How are we going to stop it? Break the main circuit. It's too late. But I'll do it anyway. In case it isn't. 
Oh, what do you know it? There was a great big cliff there that the aqua tank has decided to scale. But luckily, main circuits have been broken, and the tank, oh, narrowly avoids going over the edge. But it's all right now. So we are back from the opening titles, Recall to Service, and this episode is probably the first episode of the show that I was ever aware of. We're going on one of my tangents here, because uh, although I didn't see the show, um, obviously I, I never saw it on broadcast, because very few people did. Fortunately not. This episode was shown at a convention that I, my very first convention when I was a, a wee little Dalek, uh, I, that there was the, the Fab Two Thunderbirds Fun Day in Margate, I think the Winter Gardens in Margate, uh, which was thrown by... Well, by Fanderson. I say, don't we look smart today? Go on now. There was a, a, a screening room, various episodes were shown, and this was the representative for the Secret Service. No, no, that's a real nice rig out. Ah, oh, Matthew's, uh, Matthew's uh, making fun of Father Owen's old uh, chaplain uniform there. Yes, this episode was, uh, was shown during the course of that weekend, and although I didn't see it, I did see it listed in the, the programme, which I've still got somewhere. Uh, and it was interesting to, you know, they were showing episodes of Thunderbirds and Stingray and Scarlet, and these were all shows that I knew. And neither will Matthew. And there was the Secret Service. What on earth is this? Oh, uh... And I'm I'm sure they they picked this episode to show because it's the most traditional Supermarionation-y episode with vehicles and army stuff and lots of explosions. I'm afraid an urgent one. We have to be at an army base in two hours. That doesn't leave us much time. None at all. Oh, well, except two hours. Right, Father. Yes. And uh, the other show listed in the uh, Fab Two Thunderbirds Fun Day screening room that I'd never seen before was uh, Terrorhawks. They showed Play It Again SRAM. And just the description of the show, having not seen any of the visuals, I knew, I think I knew that it came from the 80s, but it was like, wow, this show sounds really cool. And uh, obviously, when I finally got around to seeing Terrorhawks and actually, you know, just seeing images of it and. Uh, yeah, let's just say my imaginary Terrorhawks was a long way off the uh, actual Terrorhawks. This, you know, the Secret Service, not so much. It wasn't so different from what I was expecting. I think, you know, once you read the premise in that program, Father Unwin is actually a parish priest, who's really a secret agent with a shrinking ray. And like, oh, okay, if that's the premise of the show, I, you know, whatever. And some, uh, yes, newly shot footage of... Uh, Stanley Unwin himself, live-action footage in his uh, in his uniform here. As we head off to the army base, ah, it's nice. It's nice, happy music to the jolly army base. And I think some of this is reused from. Who goes there, friend? A question of miracles. Well, I thought he was a civilian. Uh, now then, sir, what can I do for you? And it's the same puppet, oddly enough, playing uh, the, the guard at the uh, entry point. They appears to be all correct, sir. It's the Lieutenant Dean puppet from uh, the first episode of Captain Scarlet. He was here manning this post in A Question of Miracles, and he's still here today. He's got a different voice, though. For specialty of this case, it. All lock it up very tight, though, with a special key number thrift to the secret in the special safe as the white hormones. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, well, I... Uh... I see what you mean, sir. But this is a secret base. Okay. That's why we have the words top secret base on the side. Which came from Whitehall through 454, which if you are on the sab, from the minute of the special defending. <laughs> He's nodding, yes. Failing all this, I had no... I think also with the... With these moments of unwinnies when he's baffling puppet characters with this. Attention! 
That's lovely. It really helps the choice of puppet. Hey, come back here! And the Lieutenant Dean puppet is perfect for, for being confronted with Unwinnie's because he looks... Oh, is that a reuse of the... Yeah, it's a reuse of the Captain Scarlet Yellow Fox tanker. And I think one of the support vehicles from uh, Path of Destruction, the Crab Logger. Where was I? Oh yes, the look of various puppets that are confronted with the Unwinnie's. I think it, it helps with the Lieutenant Dean puppet. He's got a sort of permanently... Not puzzled, but um, you know, potentially confused expression on his face. Uh, I'm sorry if I startled you, gentlemen, but uh, I did hear a rumour. Did you? Ooh. Well, uh, <clears throat> you're going to be with us for a while, so you might as well know. I'm pregnant. Attempt to sabotage the project, and the evidence indicates that the person responsible is someone in authority. Captain Blue looks actually really good with brown hair. It could be any one of us. It could even be this character Mitchell over here, who we're going to hold on for a long time, while sinister music plays. But it could be any one of us. Nice to see, actually, uh, Captain Blue and Captain Grey standing next to each other again. It's It's been too long. Yes, Captain Blue was... the puppet was not reused in Joe 90, but he was in a couple of episodes of The Secret Service. And it's not as noticeable as it is with uh, with Scarlet. That means if the opposition are going to do something to the aqua tank, it'll probably be tonight. Then we must prevent it, Matthew. Mm. Let's go inside. So there's the aqua tank. You know, it's a bit, you know, a bit of the unitron about it. Who goes there? Oh, it's him again. It's all right, Sentry. It's your chaplain. Oh, oh, God, no, not you. Uh, sorry, sir. You can't go in. A security. And now I'm going to walk away. The Padre, sir. Oh. Let him in. But, sir... I said let him in. Yeah. And, um, Professor... Um... Oh, they actually tried walking the Stanley Unwin puppet there. Well, what brings you here this time of night, Padre? Just interested, Professor. In my aquatech? Why? And this Professor character... I can't remember the surname of the character. It's professor, Professor. Uh, yes, this... He seems to be working in uh, Professor McLean's lab from Joe 90. I recognise a lot of this gear and the, uh, the colour scheme on the wall. Pervious to gunfire, landmines. Go on. Your case. It moved. Ah, this is quite clearly optical diluting, which resulted very much in your burning the candles early to the early morning. Very common occurrence. Careful, Matthew. And again, Blue is another puppet that looks really good when confronted with Unwin. He's, oh, he's got a handkerchief, he's dabbing his forehead with it. You must forgive me, I have to prepare for the demonstration tomorrow. Well, I'd like to offer success. All clear, Father. I'll get aboard the aqua tank as soon as possible. He'd like well, to offer success. Professor, best of luck. He would not wish him luck. He's going to offer success. Here is some success. You may have it. And this is an odd moment. I think you're meant to be misled at this point and think the professor is uh, in league with the villains. Graham here. Professor Graham. That new padre, there's something funny about him. I don't know, but he knows too much and asks too many questions. And he talks funny. Well, I'll leave it to you, but... He must be kept out of the way. Ooh. Yes, that's a, a potentially sinister-sounding conversation that never actually goes anywhere. Hello, Matthew. Where are you? I'm inside the aqua tank, Father. Among the electronics. Any sign of sabotage? Yes, there's the aqua tank, and there's also, it's important to mention, a little support vehicle with a radar dish that Professor Graham will be uh, sitting in later on. And I love with this that we've been doing military bases and things for such a long time now that we've got all this stuff lying around. We can just knock up a quick military base in five minutes. I think this blockhouse set 
uh, model, I should say, the exterior model, was um, in Doppelganger. Good. I think it was the, the building used for the uh, little control room. Big responsibilities, huh? Shall I take it? No, it's all right. Colonel Blair here. Colonel Blair? Yes, we have him here. Emergency regulation, sir. Yes, sir. Of course. Immediately, sir. Goodbye, sir. <laughs> person on the other end of that line could only have been saying one-word sentences. Yes, yes, fine, whatever, goodbye. Freedom to go anywhere on the base. Who said so, sir? The Ministry of Defence. Take care of it, Mitchell. Mitchell. I'm going to see the professor. I'll take care of it. Ah. Well, I'm sure he's not the villain. More phone call action. Everyone's on the phone to each other in this episode. Padre. Unwin. Government orders. Yes, it can only mean one thing. He's Secret Service. <gasps> you know how weird they are. All right. But I don't like it. Yes. The demonstration starts in an hour. So we never find out who actually Mitchell is talking to there. Again, I, I think you're meant to assume that it's Professor Graham, but it's clearly not because Graham isn't actively trying to sabotage his own project, unlike Mitchell. So I don't know who, who Mitchell is talking to there. I also don't know why the phone is a direct line. Why is a direct line from the control room to his evil overlord master things? Demonstration. Patience, please, gentlemen. The aquatank is due to appear in 15 minutes. But don't don't crowd the aquatank. Don't embarrass it. It's very shy. Patience, please. Yes, some familiar-looking characters there have come to see the demonstration. Also, one or two puppets who I, I've never seen before. They could be re-wigged or re-sculpted, but some of them just look quite terrible, actually. In reserve, as it were, in case of emergency. They're no Lieutenant Dean, that's for sure. Attention, please. Yes, there's the steel puppet from Special Assignment, Commodore Goddard again, uh, General Rebus from Noose of Ice, and then the rest of them are sort of... ...in the world, the Aquatank. The Aquatank, my goodness. Yeah, a few rejects and... Oh, there's the uh, Robert Mitchum-looking puppet as well, but there's also... ...target building here. A gu the guy... I ...understood attempts would be made to stop the Aquatank reaching its target. Yes, this guy. I don't recognise that puppet at all. The area has been covered with landmines, and the Aquatank will be attacked by conventional tanks and aircraft. That is why we shall be watching from the comparative safety of this blockhouse. And I stress the word comparative. Stop the aquatank. I love that. I love that. That's a blatant admission. Yes, your lives are in danger. Give the command, Captain Mitchell. Begin the demonstration. Yes, sir. Oh, you see why they needed Mitchell to do this. Aquatank programmed onto target building. So we have target buildings, target vehicles, and who's this coming to attack the Aquatank? Stock footage of Angel Interceptors, incredibly enough. I guess, you know, a few years out from Captain Scarlet, and here's stock footage of a tank from Joe 90, the episode Business Holiday. I suppose any moment now, Fab 1 is going to crash through and uh, try to attack the Aquatank as well. Yeah, there's a, there's a puppet with a phenomenal nose that I don't recognise. Yep. The tank from Joe 90 has opened fire. But of course, nothing can stop the aqua tank. Why would you use footage of angel interceptors? I mean, I get that you've got a lot of it. But it's so... F they're so familiar vehicles to long-time Anderson fans. I mean, yeah, it's nice to see. Definitely nice to see Angel Interceptors flying about the place, but they're so iconic. I mean, for goodness sake, they're carrying Spectrum markings. 
So it's not like that that tank there from Joe 90. That's a you know generic machine. Who cares? It's still blowed up just as uh, just as well as Joe blowed it up. Yes. Very strange that the angels are flying around the place. Don't worry about the captain. Look at the aqua tank. The aqua tank is much prettier than Captain Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell has gone outside and locked all of these VIPs. What are you doing? Sealing the electronic doors. Oh, yeah, that's what he's doing. The staff did not want to be disturbed. Well, that means... It means they can't get out until I release them. Ooh. But those are their orders. Get back on duty, Sergeant. Yes, sir. I like this Sergeant character, even though he just happens to materialise wherever the plot needs him to be. Sinister old Mitchell has locked everybody in the blockhouse. Permanently. And, uh, yes, the, the sergeant didn't hear that gunshot. Right, Matthew? Matthew, can you hear me? Just about. Everything's fine. I hope the chiefs of staff are impressed. Yes, of course, M Matthew is stowed away aboard the Aquatank. I love that he's stuffed into so many crevices and corners in uncomfortable vehicles. There must be an easy way to do carry out these missions. But anyway, tank to attack coordinates. Mitchell has gone to see Professor Graham. Four one nine. I don't understand. He's got new instructions. Graham, Professor. And a gun. Two four four one nine. Wait a minute. That's the blockhouse. Oh no. Precisely. Stand back. I'll do it myself. So the aquatank continues to uh, well, drive around in circles, really. What have you done? We'll all be killed. You will. The chiefs of staff will. I'll be in the safest place on this base. The target building. Lovely subtle bit of puppetry there as... Uh... Oh. <sighs> Professor Graham has been punched down. Um, he was wearing an, an odd expression on his face there. A yeah, nice bit of puppetry there from Mitchell when he said, I'll be in the safe place. And he's, he gestured to himself with his his hand. It was very subtle, but very human. Right up the program course. I don't understand. It means someone in the control truck has altered the program. I'll get over there immediately. It's only half a mile across the training ground. No, Father. Remember the landmines. And by the direction it's heading, you'll have to cut across the Aquatank's path. And it's still under attack. Trust in Providence, Matthew. Trust in Providence. This is lovely. We're going to take Gabriel across the minefield, through a war zone. With all these explosions going off. Where everything has orders to blow up everything else. And there's unarmed Gabriel pootling along the battlefield. Father, the forces have orders to attack anything that crosses the battle area. Have no fear, Matthew. I'm a smallish target. Sorry about this. <laughs> yes, but you're also bright yellow. Oh, dear. Yes, I also wonder why it's called the Aquatank, considering, you know, it very rarely goes into uh, water. Oh, the angels are keeping up there. Yes, they've opened fire on the uh, on Gabriel now. They're just as good shots as ever. They can't hit Gabriel. Oh, it's it's nice to see the angels here. Actually, I take back what I said. I I like this use of uh, old footage. It doesn't make any sense, but. One corner. I'm afraid we're locked in the building. And it seems we are under attack from your indestructible aquatank. I'm sorry, General. There's nothing we can do. Yes, this is very familiar territory. If you've ever seen Point 783 and Captain Scarlet, you've basically seen this story. 
Get out of here. We'll all be blown to pieces. Might well, I'm just kind of resigned to it at this point. Program the aqua tank to destroy the blockhouse. Then we must stop. Yes, that's a, a Captain Blue sort of blinking face there or something that was used. He looked a bit poorly. Which I suppose he would do, having been uh, knocked over. Savagely as Mitchell knocked him over. And there is. Ridiculous. But if there was, what would you do? Well, I'd... So, Unwin is getting Graham to talk him through the shutdown procedure. A red protecting panel. Can you see it? From the point of view of, imagine there was somebody on the tank who could uh, do something to stop it. Yes, I see it! gotta say the aqua tank itself although they do a good job of making it seem unstoppable purely by the fact that nothing seems to be actually hitting it everyone's aim is very poor here um it doesn't quite live up to the uh the design of the um the unitron from captain scala or even something like the uh, spider tanks from from joe 90 oh matthew nearly knocked himself out with the uh, covering on that panel there Oh, you're mad, Padre, mad. The missile will launch in 30 seconds. No time to explain. What now? Oh. Unwin's waggling his finger. Serious stuff. Switch throne! Are you listening? Certainly. What now? It's very nice puppetry here as well on Professor Graham's that you can clearly sense there's a puppeteer working his arm from below as he keeps touching his forehead as he's sort of going, oh, oh, what next? I don't know. Ten seconds. The left lever, Matthew, quickly. Five. Four, three, two, one. It's a really nice look, actually, of the Professor Graham puppet and the voice. Um, he doesn't seem particularly bothered about the fact that he's going to die. But Matthew diverted the aqua tank at the last minute and it resumed homing on the target building. There was nobody in the aqua tank. There couldn't have been. But then, who were you talking to? I've got to say, I've really enjoyed Keith Alexander's interview recently. Hasn't that been brilliant? Yes, we saw it happen. Then let's just call it a miracle, shall we? A miracle of science. Oh. Padre, I know. More, more working of the arms from under the camera there as uh, Unwin sort of went, way with his hands. And of course, Mitchell was in the target building and is, um, well, he's dead. Very, he was very much in that building when it was blown up. We see his body, but curiously, the Secret Service never confirms death one way or another. It might happen, as it clearly did there, but they won't say it. By the sword. We just get that. He who lives by the sword shall die by the sword. Okay. I'm not sure why, after going at, going at death so strongly in Captain Scarlet and Joe 90, they decided with the Secret Service, let's never, ever mention it at all. I suppose it fits in with the, um, the the church and all that. But anyway, that was Recall to Service. I waffled all over it. Teleplay by Pat Dunlop. Okay. Um, yes, pretty good. A very strong episode of The Secret Service, I would say. If you were looking to either have your first viewing of the series or you were looking to introduce somebody to the series who was familiar with things like Thunderbirds and Scarlet but hadn't seen this and you're worried that it's a bit too strange a format for them to really cope with put this on but this is a nice traditional anderson supermarionation fair lots of explosions military presence it is definitely one of the the stronger episodes of the series so yes i i really enjoyed that one it's a bit light on uh, 
on the traditional weirdness of the Secret Service, but as a you know, it, it stands out as being something a bit more traditional than the rest of the series. Lots of nice vehicles, lots of explosions, lots of old puppets coming back. So uh, yeah, a very entertaining episode of the Secret Service. We'll probably not see this till next year. So uh, until then, take care, Father Unwin. Bye bye.